The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Morrow, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Hey, welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Morrow, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I'm Mary Preston, a licensed marriage and family therapist, life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. If you're a healthcare professional, you should definitely jump into the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. The link is in the show notes or just do a search on Facebook for the info. And if you have questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, or just come find us on social media. I am always active on Facebook. And join me for my five-day challenge each month where we cover a topic or issue that will help you lose your cravings. It's free to join. Just head on over to the Lose Your Cravings Facebook group. Awesome. All right. And so let's get on to our topic of the day. Uh, We are talking about dreaming and imagination. In this episode, we will talk about how our loss of dreaming and using our imagination in adulthood keeps us from seeing all the possibilities in life and why we should strengthen that muscle. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as a solution focused therapist, um, which basically means I like to look into the future, choose a target for what we're going to be working on and then (laughs) figure out how we're going to reach those goals. Um, Mm -hmm. we tend to need to look into the future and choose a target. (laughs) So um, (laughs) one of the first questions I tend to ask clients is it's kind of, I think we call it the, the magic question. Um, so if you woke up tomorrow and everything was better, what would be different? And it really gets people thinking, right? Because often clients understand what it is they don't want, right? Like, they, they don't want to be irritated all day. They don't want to be snappy at their kids. They don't want to feel depressed. However, they have a, a great deal of difficulty figuring out what they do want. Mm-hmm. And often the answer to this question is much harder to come by, right? People often stop using their imagination, either when someone during their childhood tells them that they, you know, just need to be realistic Or Mm -hmm. when they decide that being an adult requires focusing on what's quote unquote important, right? Paying the bills, going to work, taking care of the family. Those are the realistic things to be focused on. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, what happens when we stop using our imaginations is that we fail to see all of the possibilities that are ahead of us. Um. And honestly, this, this gets to a point where some of my my more suicidal clients often feel like there are no other options. And most of the people who come to see me don't have any idea what they could do to change, to make their life feel more purposeful or valuable or worthwhile. Um, And worse when we're being quote unquote realistic 
and we do use our imaginations, we tend to focus on things like what is going to go wrong. So Mm -hmm. clients often have very vivid ideas of worst case scenarios, right? I think we, we all have like the zombie apocalypse plan. Um, (laughs) Also, it's like whenever my clients think about the future, it tends to be like, um, what's going to go wrong? You know, what, who's going to get sick? What bill's not going to get paid? You know, their, their minds tend to go in that direction of worst case scenario. So when we stop using our imaginations, we stop seeing the possibilities. Uh, You know, so it's one of the things that, you know, sometimes with some prompting, people are like, oh, okay, you know, like I can get myself to a place. If I woke up tomorrow, here's what would be different if I felt better. But some people literally just need to practice like, using their imaginations at all. Right. And it's, it's kind of a, it's a skill that you can practice and get better at. When we do start practicing, I notice a couple of barriers tend to come up. Uh, Many of my people haven't thought about a future past a certain point in their lives. Um, You know, one of my clients was like, I am going to be a, you know, a pilot focused all of their attention on becoming a pilot, became a pilot, and then was like, well, right? Like, now what? I'm a pilot. That's it. That's all I ever wanted to be. It's really hard to get there. And now what? Um, they knew that they wanted one particular thing. Then once they got it, they no longer knew what to do with themselves. Um, some of my clients have been so focused on survival that they haven't had the luxury of thinking about more than a few days or weeks in the future. Paying the rent, making it to work, getting food on the table are highest priority. And sometimes, often, that can leave very little time for a long-term future thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, some of my clients, I was telling Kisa earlier, um, you know, some of my clients honestly have been like suicidal since childhood. And so this, if this is you, right, it's like sometimes we get to a point where we're like, oh, honestly, I didn't think I was going to make it into adulthood, right? Or I didn't think I was going to live past 22 and here I am, right? And so the imagination never went further than a certain age. And so now it's time to start using that imagination. Um, when we do start thinking about what they might want, one to five years down the road, even 10 years down the road, a great deal of fear arises for some of my people. I work with a lot of people with anxiety, Right. So like, what if they get it wrong? A lot of people are afraid of choosing the wrong thing in the future. Um, Right. Like what if they choose the wrong path? What if they see something they really want, but it's unrealistic? Um, What if they choose a goal to strive for, but they don't get it? A lot of fear in that. Um, What if they don't live up to their own or someone else's expectations? Right. What if they end up feeling disappointed? Often there's also a fear that if they're not 100% focused on what might go wrong, then they won't be prepared for it, right? Mm. So all of these questions, all of these barriers to really allowing ourselves to lean into the possibility of the future. The truth is these are all really good questions that deserve answering. And um, I think we've talked before and we'll probably talk in the future more about like asking yourself good questions and answering them. Right. So like, what if I feel disappointed in the future? That's a really good question to like, sit down and answer to me. I'm like worth it. Right. If I push really hard to get something that's incredibly amazing and I miss it a little bit, I think it's worth, worth the disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, but really I think 
I recommend that you sit down with a piece of paper, right? Ask yourself what keeps you from imagining an amazing future for yourself, right? Like write down, what are your fears and doubts? Write them all down and answer, answer them for yourself. Because the benefit of being willing to dream about your future is that sometimes you uncover really interesting information. Um, I didn't know that I wanted to have my own business until I allowed myself to dream about it. Like nobody told me it was an option. <laughs> I don't know about you, Kisa, but for some reason, yeah, I just literally thought that um, I would work for a nonprofit or a school or a company until retirement. I didn't see any other options. Um, so thinking about my future was kind of dreadful. And so I didn't think about my future. Um, mm -hmm. But then I had done a meditation that was about looking ahead to my future. And I realized, right, like I could make all my own hours. I could like make my own decisions. Mm -hmm. I could decide what my day-to-day -day would be and branch out in ways of actually making money that conventional employment with a therapy license would allow for. And when I started to allow myself to consider the possibilities, I realized there was so much that could change in my life. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't easy, right? Like none of it was easy or honestly anything that would happen right away, right? Like I think Keith and I talked about these things a decade ago. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. long ago, right? Where it was like, oh, you could have your own business. Um, <laughs> and, you know, started my own business a couple of years ago. Right. So it took, it took many years to make that happen. But um, once I realized that I could do so, there was like this lightness that I experienced, right? Like I, I, I'm not stuck in the work that I'm doing. Even now, if I decide to do something different, I totally can, right? Like I can just expand my mind to allow the possibility that there's something else. Mm -hmm. And at any moment back then, now I could literally quit and walk away at any point. You know, the freedom to know that I'm not stuck, right? There's always options. Right. And, yeah. I just decided that staying was as helpful as a stepping stone to what I now knew, what I actually wanted, right? So the power of the imagination was, oh, like this works for now, this pays the bills and doing so, keeping doing this work gets me to the place that I want to go. Yeah. And also too, Mary, I just want to point out that I think oftentimes we're deterred um, by things taking too long. Like you said, you know, like the business isn't going to happen overnight. It took years and years and years. And there's, you know, things in our lives. Like, I mean, some people, they want to buy a house and they don't even think it's a possibility because they're like, oh, I, I don't have money for a down payment. Like there's no right. way. Whereas, you know, it, it could happen. It just might take some time. It might take yeah. five years. It might take 10 years. Who knows? Yeah. That's but an interesting point. Like allowing ourselves to even imagine a future 10 years down the road. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like that just seems so far, but mm -hmm. you know, I look back 10 years and think of the things I have now that I didn't have then, whether that be, you know, material possessions or friendships or, you know, business experience and whatnot. So I think that's something to keep in mind too. Yeah. And I think um, somebody at some point, um, it was something about like, we, we tend to really underestimate what we can do in like five years or 10 years. And mm -hmm. we tend to really overestimate what we can do in a year. 
right? Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's like, I should buy my house this year. And it's like, yeah, like we, we tend to overwhelm ourselves and then not get it done. But like in 10 years, holy crap, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows where I would be in 10 years if I decide like I want something 10 years from now? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Kind of got excited. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I want <laughs> 10 years from now. I kind of want to do a, um, honestly, you know, we're, we're going to go into some ways that you can start to strengthen that skill. Mm-hmm. So fun when you allow yourself to like start imagining the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, so let's talk about that, right? Because like, what if you're one of those people who, you know, don't, doesn't allow yourself either to use your imagination at all, or when you do use your imagination, right? It's like dreading, dreading the future possibilities, right? Your mind tends to go to all the worst case scenarios. So we're going to start using our imagination and like pointing it where we want it to go. So my first one, honestly, if you have kids, you know that for the most part, children are experts in imagination, right? There is nothing that gets your imagination working than playing school or store or adventure or the floor is lava with a kid, right? If you just let them lead the way and allow yourself to immerse yourself in a world that only exists in that moment and just, you know, let it be as ridiculous as you want, it's so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the next one is choose a friend or a colleague that will go along with this. This is super fun. So both of you spend two minutes minimum. You can go over, but two minutes minimum telling each other about your life. The catch is you're talking to them as if it's 10 years from now and you've already had the most exciting life experiences. Right. So for instance, it would be me telling Kisa, right? Like my long lost friend, we stopped talking to each other for some reason. I don't know why we'd ever do that. Right. But like we got back in touch in the year 2031. I was just like so excited to tell her all of the things that I had been up to since 2021. Wow. It's super fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just like, what I find fascinating is our brain has a tendency to like fill in the blanks for you. Right. So first you're kind of like, Oh, it's 2031. Okay. So like, what am I up to these days? Right. Like I'm obviously a published author and I live in a Victorian mansion Mm -hmm. and I'm super rich and right. And like all of the things that of course are amazing about my life. And then I tell Kisa how I got there. Mm -hmm. Super fun. Right. Like your brain will just fill in all the blanks and it's kind of hilarious. And some of it's ridiculous and that's fine. Right. Some of it's not, it's not like I'm making air quotes, like true, right? Like, I don't know if I'm going to have a a Victorian mansion, like who cares? Right. It's more, it's an exercise in like, Oh, right. Like I, I always tell my clients, I'm like, who says you can't be riding a dragon, right? We don't know what happens in 10 years, right? Maybe we find dragon eggs, maybe Jurassic park style. We like, make them and you become a princess and you can ride your dragon. Like, why do we think that it has to be realistic? Right. right? Okay. It's about like using your imagination to just make things up, but it could also be quote unquote realistic, right? If you wanted to be a published author, mm-hmm. I could tell Kisa all about the book that I wrote and how I made that happen. Yeah, definitely. And I would totally believe her. 
I know. The the cool thing is like in that moment, your whole but your whole being believes it's true and it's really incredible. I highly recommend that everyone give that a try. Wait. Um, the next one, um, the next one is called the ideal day meditation. I have a recording of that meditation. It's kind of like, I've heard it from a couple different people. It's just a similar version to like Martha Beck has one. Um, she heard it from somebody else and it is, it just, you let yourself, you spend about 20 to 25 minutes <clears throat> kind of relaxing excuse me, <laughs> losing my voice. <laughs> I'm back. Um, but you allow yourself to like relax and get into the moment. And then the meditation asks you a couple questions and it's similar to the last exercise where your brain just kind of like fills in the blanks. It's pretty cool. And you just get a lot of information about yourself. And like, sometimes you're like, what? I wanted a dog. I didn't even know that. And sometimes too, with that meditation, doing it over and over, oh, yeah. not necessarily like right in a row, but you can see the kind of like things evolve and like maybe at first your ideal day might be kind of safe, so to speak. Mm. And then like after you do it kind of repeatedly, you know, over again, um, as time goes on, like your day might get a little more elaborate and more, you know, like creative and imaginative yeah and as you you know allow yourself to it like practice using your imagination I think too having done it several times later you're like ooh, like think about that possibility yeah I could own my own fill in the blank right like I could have two houses I could right like it gets a little wild a little wild Kisa wild really wild (laughs) (laughs) And it's so fun. It's super fun. Um, The next one, dreaming. I always find this is an interesting one. You know, not that dreaming is like a new invention that I came up with, but I, I just, I think nobody ever told me that I could decide what I want to think about when I go to sleep. Right. Like I think when we're young, our parents read us books and that's wonderful. Right. It kind of gives it like coaxes us gives us some positive things, some exciting things to think about when we're sleeping, but then we become adults. And then we like, think about how we're going to pay the bills tomorrow all night. (laughs) Right. Right. And it like seeps into your dreams. Yeah. And it just, right. And then your dreams become scary or they become unpleasant. Mm -hmm. And then finally we'll have something in our future that we're kind of excited about, right? Like a vacation or, um, you know, the possibility of a raise or like something is coming up and then you'll find that your, your dreams tend to like be a little bit more positive, but really at any point you can decide what you want to think about mm-hmm. and you can play around with it, right? Like you can literally pick anything. There was one night that I was like, I could be whatever I wanted, right? It's my dream. And I was mm-hmm. like, what if I was the president? <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to be the president, but it was like, but what if, right? Did you dream about being the president? Maybe? Yeah, it was amazing. I was good. I um I amazing had a, thing happens. I'm, ha, sorry, amazing things happened. I'm sure. Oh yeah, like I I I had a and it was amazing how like specific it was. Like running for president, like my platform, it was very good. People were very excited. <laughs> wow, it was just kind of fun, right? It was like oh, like what, like 
allowing yourself to, to be that person for a little bit and feel what that might feel like to be somebody like the president or like even the CEO of a big company, right. Or the mother of 10 children. I don't know. Right. Like what, like something that you're like, this would be interesting to try on almost and see what it would be like. Yeah. So you get to pick like, what if you were a a professional basketball player, you get to be one. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then this last one, I think tends to be helpful for those who tend to like, they get into the, um, the what if scenarios, right? Like the, the worst case scenarios. So Mm -hmm. giving equal airtime to, right. If you're like, what if I can't pay the bills tomorrow? Right. Like what? And then your mind is like, Oh, then like you lose your house and then like you're on the street. Right. And then everybody dies in the cold. Right. Like our brains are like, they fill in the blanks and it's like a terrible, awful death. And so too late. Right. You've already, experienced that very vivid, horrifying future imagination. So what you do is you give equal airtime to everything being fine, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, like I, either you go to a place where of course I pay my bills or it's like, I don't pay my bills, but then this thing happens, right? Like I win the lottery and then right. And it sounds so unrealistic, but the truth is you're going to pay your bills, right? Like they're both, they're both, like imagine like futures that are uh, very unlikely to exist. Right. But we're like the future where I don't pay my bills and then I die starving in the streets. For some reason we're like, that's realistic, which is that's crap. Right. Like the truth is even if you didn't pay your bills tomorrow, right. Like Mm -hmm. you get late fees, (laughs) right. You get late fees and that sucks. But the, that's like, that's literally most of the time. That's the problem. Right. Right. Just the late fee. Or you talk to your landlord or you talk to the electric company or you right, like you figure it out. The truth is you figure it out. And so you can decide any, any positive outcome and just go that, go that road as well. Right. It's like, I already had the negative one. Now I'm going to give equal airtime to a positive potential future. Mm-hmm. So I like that one. Um, so I think that's it on there. So I'm just going to give five tips to, to practice using your imagination. Um, so a little bit of a summary, right? So number one, what are your fears and doubts about the imagining of an amazing future, right? Write them all down, answer each question, maybe, um, give yourself a, you know, something to do or, a a response to some of your fears, right? Number two is to put some time aside to think about this. Mm. And that sounds like really simple, but the truth is we don't, we don't tend to set aside time for really important things. And sometimes this can feel like it's taking time away from other really important things. But the truth is this is a really, really important thing to do. So you know what else is really important to do. Right. No, and that's such a good point, Mary. And I think that that happens in a lot of things, just like planning in general. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like we don't want to take the time to plan or organize because it's going to take away. It takes time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then 
in the long run, it gives us a lot more freedom. It gives us more freedom and we know where to put our energy, right? When I don't plan ahead, and we've talked about this on planning, you know, episodes, it's like, if I'm not planning ahead, I spend a lot of my time on things that either aren't as important or I get distracted or, right? So even though I took time out of my day to plan, you know, that could feel like a waste of time. But when I take that time, everything else is much smoother. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And when you imagine your future, it tells you like what things are the priorities, right? So many times we don't know, we don't know what to prioritize. It all seems very important. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I know like, shoot, I didn't know that I wanted to have my very own business. Now I know I got to, right. Like maybe I researched how to have a business, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But that now that is a higher priority. Now I know it's a higher priority. Um, number three, play around. Like, listen, every night, every night you uh, go to sleep. I hope try it. Right, you can kind of play around with your imagination. Like, what do you want to spend your time thinking about? You can pick whatever you want. Anything. You know, it can be a total imagination. It could just be right. Sometimes I'm like, if I had to pick one thing to think about, like maybe it's this craft project that I've been working on, right? Like how do I make it even cooler than it was before? Right. Or I can, anything. Mm -hmm. Your craft project that you're working on. What is that called? Macrame? Yeah. Macrame. Right. Ah. Super fun. It's like, what if I, like, what if I just spent my night dreaming about, how to, how to up-level a thing that I'm already working on versus sometimes like we, we just like live the next day, right? Like how to pay the bills, how to, you know, how to do the things, how to, we get real worried about everything. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of like focus sure. your attention. Number four, allow yourself to be wrong. This is actually, <laughs> I find this really gets in the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> People don't like using their imaginations because it's possible that what they say out loud won't come true. Right. This is why sometimes I'm like, tell your friend about how you like became a dragon rider because it just, it, it allows you to just right from the start be ridiculous and possibly wrong. Right. Will I be okay if I don't become a dragon rider? Yes, I will be all right. I'll be okay. Right. I'm just practicing like using my imagination, not all of the future things that I could potentially do will come true. That's okay. Right. But I think when I, when I stifle it, I don't allow myself to think because one of those things could be wrong. I, all I know is being a worker at a school until retirement. Mm-hmm. And that was, listen, I love all you people still working at schools. I love you. That was boring for me. I could not do it. Um, So let yourself be wrong. It's okay. And then number five, really important. I'm just going to say it again. Give the positive possibilities equal airtime because Mm -hmm. you're already thinking about the negative. You're using your imagination, right? To figure out how the relationship's going to fail or things are going to go wrong. So also allow yourself some time to think about like, what if it went incredibly well? Yeah. What if? What if? 
What if, what if all of your dreams came true? <laughs> <laughs> they have, Mary. They've come true. I know. It sounds so ridiculous. And it's so great. Yeah. I used to daydream all the time when I was in um, elementary school. Like, a lot. Um, but then I, I kind of just... I don't know when, like high school, I think in high school, they're like, stop it. Right. They don't want you to daydream anymore. They like want you to pay attention to math or something. Yeah. You get in trouble for daydreaming. Yeah. So I stopped. I had, I, (laughs) did you, I think a lot of um, young folks dream that they like get to own a horse. I don't know. I've heard a lot. I I definitely had a horse and daydreamed a lot about it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Horses are definitely big. I think having a horse. You know, and then sometime at some point they just told me to stop and I finally did. But I'm back. I'm back to it. Take that it. about my horse. Take that, Miss Chick. Yeah. She didn't like my daydreaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Too funny. <sighs> hey Mary, thanks for sharing all that info. All right. A lot, uh, a lot of food for thought, I wanna say. This might be a new concept. For a lot of people listening, a lot of our listeners, and yeah, I think it's amazing that you bring it up and just bring it to our attention, kind of in the Super forefront. Fun. I would love to know, you know, if people like the more ridiculous, the better, mm-hmm. right? The the wild possibilities. I'd love for people to drop into the group on Facebook or just like find us and share. Like, what are some of the, you know, and I'll just say ridiculous, right? Because I think sometimes it feels ridiculous to say it out loud. You know, some of like the wild and ridiculous thoughts that come up when you allow yourself to wander. Right. right. Definitely. Yeah. Let's hear it, guys. Let's hear it. All right, friends. That's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in. Tune into our next episode. We're going to talk about looking to the future and letting go of the past. So if you'd like to know more about us, if you've got any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can also contact, uh, you can contact me at Facebook and you can contact Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. It's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Did I spell that wrong? What was that letter I said in the middle? I'm going to do it again. (laughs) I'm going to do it again, you guys. K-E-Y-S-A-A-M. A-R-O.com. There we go. <laughs> and if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And you need your help to get our message out. Yeah, yeah. And if you enjoy the show, we would love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews, and then click on write a review. Make it amazing. That's all. Super helpful. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.